1: Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up Because this is nothing like that. It's working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
0: Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game
1: podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast. Boy, We was late. We usually do a podcast like 10 minutes prior to this, but my, my update at 10 was very long and the show ended late, but here we go. Why was your update at 10 very long? Well, there's a lot of notes, and also um, we had a nice U.S. Open report, which took a while because oh. there's a lot going on out there, and so here we are. We're actually recording this after ten
0: ten, which is late for us. With uh, Ann Liguori, you had an update. We did. It's the story and Lagori. Yes, correct. Yeah, she calls me sometimes. Like she called me today, I was in the middle of the show, asking me to uh, do something to the line she's on. I'm like, I'm in the middle of a show here. I yes, a very important program, Jerry. I we totally were eating understand. bread on the air. It was I, very important. <laughs> I don't know if she knew what was going on exactly. Oh man, I hear you. So you guys tried a lot of various breads today on the show. We did uh, rolls. Rolls are bread. Italian breads. Italian there breads. Was, I would a say sandwich. there
1: was one. There was one roll. Yes. But I think three Italian breads
0: for sure. Then there was two baguettes. They all seem the same to me. Like whenever I get a sandwich, as long as it's not on cheapo bread, Yeah, I as think long you, as they put some effort into the bread, I think it makes a difference. It does make a difference. And I
1: think six out of the nine we tasted, all good. One was too cakey. You cannot have a sandwich on that. Another one was too thin. But they were all good.
0: I mean... You know, they all. I don't want to say they tasted the same, but they were close. You ever go to a a place like whether it be a diner or a a, a, a restaurant where you would sit down, but it's not fancy by any means. Sure. It's like diner quality, and you order a burger and it comes on one of those rolls that you get in the store, like a an eight pack. I'm like, I feel ripped off for that. I don't know why. You feel like you got the Stop and Shop brand. Bun. Yes, I feel like you just went to the supermarket yeah. before your store opened today. Yeah. Like, give me a restaurant quality bun. I, there's. I always
1: talk about Dearborn Farms and Homedale. Yeah. Their subs are on the, it's from Hudson Bakery. I think that's where they oh, get yeah, their I see bread the, I from. I see
0: those bread trucks all over. I see the bread trucks in the city. I Is see that true? Them okay. Oh, yeah. Very I'm popular. almost
1: certain that's where they get their bread from. And uh, number one, their bagels are the best I've ever had. I think they're awesome. And two, their bread, their sandwiches are, to me, the best around because of the bread they use. Right. Like there, I'm sure you've had this too, where you get a sandwich from a from a pizza place. That's cheap bread. Right. It's cheap terrible. Bread. Then you go to like a real
0: deli and you get like real bakery bread. It makes the sandwich. You're right. That's so true. Because you could get a great, what well, otherwise would be a great sandwich at like a pizza place. They do like a nice grilled chicken mm-hmm. with mozzarella with uh, roasted peppers, and you put it on crappy bread. Tomato. Yeah
1: takes away from it
0: yeah why would you not step you g- i guess well i guess more better bread is more expensive less money you're making per sandwich well but it can true. Make a difference. true but i'll tell you what though Maybe i've stopped buying sandwiches right. at
1: those places and i'll only go to there's a couple in particular i'll go to for you know if we're gonna get subs or something where you know they have quality breads yeah yeah absolutely like like i don't care subway's fine i you know i like subway but their bread to me is not nearly as good as blimpy not that I'm right. buying sandwiches often, but you it's don't just see different. Blimpies every.
0: But but right, but there's a lot more Subways around than Blimpies. That is very true. Although I feel like Subway's taking a hit. We even it's not as popular as it right. was, right? Because I think honestly, I think Jersey Mike's took over a lot of them. That's fair. There are certain places that there are no matter how many stores or franchises go up, they're still crowded. Starbucks, mm-hmm. they're everywhere. Everywhere packed. Dunkin' Donuts, packed, packed. I, there's Jersey Mike's now everywhere. Packed.
1: I went in last Saturday. My, my sister-in-law came down to watch one of my boys play. I guess it was two weeks ago. And his game was at 11, 10 o'clock. We were done at 1. Went home and I said, let's get sandwiches because I didn't know anybody was coming over. So we weren't ready. And I ordered from Jersey Mike's. I ordered at 1.40. Not at, not at noon, prime lunch hour. 1.40 I ordered. I went there. There's like nine people online. Yeah. Like
0: I order on the app now. Great. And you just pick it up when you walk in. Yep. I love any place that has an, an app where you order on the app. Makes it easy. Oh, my gosh. It does make so it easy. So great. You pay on the app. You check off which ingredients you want on the app. You can tip on the app. You could tip on the app. The whole, I love any experience involving an app.
1: I agree. Makes it very easy. Real quick, yes. on the bread thing. Yeah, bread. Because G said something that I have been battling for Probably the last four or five years, as I do try to eat, and I have for the last nine, ten years, I've eaten much better than I ever have, but still not great. The whole carb thing is a major problem. And he was talking about it, you know, and I'm the same way. Like, you could put candy in front of me, I'm good. You could put cookies and cake, I'm fine. I mean, I probably have a little bit, but I don't... Well, I have friends that will, like, go to town. I love cookies. When they see chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, me too, that's me. I could have one, and I'm good. But you give me good Italian bread... Beer. Even I love cereal, like all the things I really. Pizza made on bread. Everything I really like involves bread, right? Like nothing better than a Friday night getting a pizza with and a beer. beer. Oh, but that's brutal, Al. And I do. I do it too. That's like the worst meal you can have. Yeah, it's a big
0: carb count, Jerry. Oh my god, you're it is carbs.
1: And it's it's very it's hard to quit that.
0: Because they're delicious.
1: I like it. And your body craves it. I've always told you, I'll do any diet, but I am not giving up the Friday night pizza and the Sunday morning bagel. Like, if I can't have those two things in the course of a week, what's the point?
0: I thought you were going to say Sunday morning beer, which was going to be odd. No, not until 2 o'clock on Sunday. Then you'll have a beer. I would, yes. Especially
1: if we have an 11 a.m. baseball game. I get home, out on the deck, 2 o'clock. Good. I normally don't have
0: any beers during the week. Me neither. But... I will have a beer if I'm grilling on the actual grill. Yeah, me too. I like that. So, like, I don't last know why. night I, I made the, the porterhouse steak that Citarella sent us. I had a beer while I grilled it. And there's something about it. I don't know yeah. why. You're outside. It's yeah. sunny. It's the summer. It makes it right. It makes it feel like a summer weekend. I agree. Even though it was just a Wednesday night for me. I have started uh, on Sunday nights, because,
1: you know, that's my terrible night to sleep. Yes. I have started... <laughs> six o'clock on I don't drink anything all day I really don't unless we yeah, have the two o'clock beer maybe but I don't usually do that if I have had nothing to drink all day on a Sunday 6 p.m probably at 6 two gigantic margaritas with casamicos in it this way
0: I go to bed <laughs> out that's a good idea it works because like beer puts me to sleep
1: yeah <sighs> it works
0: have a nice beer in and...
1: <laughs> <laughs> pretty much and my like my last four Sundays have been I decided to try that about a month ago It's gone quite well. Hmm,
0: Interesting. Yeah. It's probably not how you want to use alcohol. It's probably not a great. Well, why not?
1: People take supplements all the time. I'm not not doing it to get drunk. I'm doing it to
0: help me fall asleep. Right. As long as you don't have to do it every night to fall asleep.
1: No, it gets me back on track because Sunday night's a mess after Friday and Saturday. I think
0: that's fine then. All right. You know the actress Salma Hayek, Jerry? Who doesn't? She's uh, 54 years old by the way. She looks great in this she new looks, movie coming out. She looks terrific. Anyway, she has a pet owl. Okay, which is very strange. And she's photographed sometimes with the pet owl hanging out on her head. Oh, all right. She said that one time uh Harry Styles the singer was over her house mm-hmm. because he likes her owl and the I'm owl sure he likes her owl. And the owl coughed up a uh, Rat hairball on him. I guess these uh, owls eat rats. How gross! Yeah, Ugh. ate a, ate a rat and coughed up a rat hairball. Okay, a, a, an owl does not feel like a fun cuddly pet. It's, no, not at all. Right? It's, it's of course. Even though, like I know birds in general aren't cuddly pets, but if you have a bird that says funny things, sings and whistles, but an owl doesn't do anything. All I picture an owl doing is wanting to attack a tacky, small rodent for food it seems very boring it's like boring it just sits there and goes who. i don't even know if they really actually is who. that not true yeah oh. okay or they do Let it at a certain <laughs> if the owls don't don't who could you imagine you decide to go
1: adopt a pet owl and it just sits there all day and does nothing and you go back and you go this owl doesn't who they go yeah
0: they don't really do that can i return the owl yeah i don't know why you would get an owl you wouldn't African but here's gray, the problem. Yes,
1: I would. Actors and actresses, especially of her standing, right, have so much freaking money, they don't know what to do with it. Right. And they
0: hear one thing about somebody who had an owl, it was fun, let's get an owl. And if it doesn't work out, they'll hire someone to take right. care of the owl. It's, right. Make this owl disappear into the woods. I mean, seriously.
1: Well, no, I didn't mean that, take care oh. of it that way. I meant hire an owl sitter. Just to come in and watch the owl.
0: Yes. Did you ever want an exotic pet? Never. A monkey? Never. I did. Why didn't you get one? Because I don't think you're allowed to have monkeys as pets. Monkey. I, well, Ross monkey. did. Yeah, Ross did on a rhesus monkey, I think he had or something. Mm-hmm. Or ma- uh, a ma- I don't know. Is that true? I you're not allowed to m- have a pet monkey?
1: I don't mean a chimpanzee. I mean a yeah. small pet monkey. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. I don't
0: think you are allowed to have monkeys. Okay. But you can have reptiles. Uh, And an owl. Does that make, make sense? Like.
1: And you can have snakes. Yeah, and snakes. Okay. Yeah. I Listen, I have no idea. I never really want, when we bought this house, we're in, I can't believe it's four years ago now, but when we were looking at it, we walked into the house and in the, you've been to my house now, you know, that room that's down the steps where yep. the is.
0: I call that the living room.
1: That's fine. They had a gate up and there were two medium to large size dogs. That's fine. We had dog, my, we grew up with dogs. So it didn't bother us at all. I'm like, well, okay. They got dogs. Fine. Then we go around to the front room. We'll call that the living room, the family room. Then. Family room, and the door was shut. And they had two little rat dogs. I'm like, how does that work? I mean, like literally two—not Yorkies, but like a little bit bigger than that. We go upstairs. One room was the exotic pet room. They had lizards. They had—I'm trying to think what else they had. They had lizards. There was one snake, and there was a bunny. All in the like, same. What the home. hell is going on in this house? Wow,
0: those are some animal. Others. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was a lot going on.
0: Hmm. We did not continue that track. You did not. You we got just, rid of the. Uh, we just brought our two cats, and then you said you guys had adopted an owl or something. Did you not were, adopt an owl. Me. No. Now here's a interesting story, Jerry, and I don't know that I believe this, but it is. Uh, it's from a, a good source, USA Today. That seems. I like would a, say that's a good source, very reliable source. USA Today says that the average age of a car. That is on the road in the United States. Can I guess this? Yeah. So this is, of course, you're going to see new cars. Of course, you're going to see very old cars. What is the average age of a car on the road in the United States? 11 years old. 12.1 years. Okay. I do believe that. That's unbelievable to me. I feel like I see so many new
1: cars. You do, but there's also... I mean, Think about 11 years ago. It's a 2010 model. Yeah. It's not... I, it's funny because when we were starting to drive, so for me, it was 1991. And I remember my dad telling me when I started to look for cars, nothing past 1986 because they're not going to trust it. It's, I mean, that's five years after the warranty's just up, so it might still be in good shape for a first car. So I ended up with a 1988 Chevy Camaro, which was a great car. Now, I would have no issue buying a
0: 2010 car
1: right? because they're just made so much better. So that actually
0: doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I I got I was really caught off guard. I was like, okay, twelve years old. It is twenty twenty one now. So what year would that make these cars? Yeah, you figured it out immediately. Twenty ten. Just because that ballpark. Like my son,
1: I am saying this. My son bought a car. Uh, he starts driving for real in October. He's got his permit. So we helped him get a car. It's a two thousand. It's a nice car. It's a Chevy. It's a two thousand twelve. It's only got seventy one thousand miles on it. And it's in really good shape.
0: There was a time, like when when, if you hit a hundred thousand miles of your car, car was you, dead. You right, so everything, everything was going to go wrong with. Yeah, you. I remember at times, in like the early two thousands or of late nineties, where the idea was in our heads that like at seventy five thousand, start thinking you got to move on. For I would mean, sure. Th- th- that does well, seem crazy. I though. will tell you this,
1: and you know the, I've had a lot of cars, but I've had You're a big car guy. I've had a handful of cars for a long time, and for me, a long time is five or six years. I know I had a Toyota that I put 230,000 miles on. I bought brand new. I drove that for, I think, seven—that's the longest car I ever had, I think, seven years. I put 230 on that one. No, I had a little red Toyota back in when I was working sports phone with Don LaGreca. So we're talking 1999 is when it died— probably around 2000-ish or so. But I probably bought that. That might have been my th- my second or third car. I forget. I bought it in 94, I think, maybe 95. That died around 2001. But 230, I put on it. I then bought a Ford Escort that I had for five years. The little black Ford Escort, but it was a, it was a Z something. It was like a sporty one that I put 210 on. I killed that one. And even the Prius that I just got rid of, I had for five years. I bought with 60,000 miles on it. And I got rid of it at two. Two forty-five, I think, and I probably didn't have to get rid of it, but I wanted the pickup truck, and well, that didn't work out so well.
0: Back when I I was first starting to drive and stuff, people would always say get a Toyota or a Honda.
1: Toyota, I think Toyota is. I love Ford. I love Chevy, and I think, but I think Toyota is the
0: best made car. I still think I think a lot of cars are pretty even now. Maybe like I think there used to be like the Hondas were the only one. The Honda and Toyota would go you Know a couple hundred thousand miles, and you'd be like very impressed. I think but they all go, that yeah, they far all now. go pretty decent now.
1: The thing for me in all my car experience is nothing has gone wrong with the Toyotas, like nothing major, nothing was falling off. Like, I had um, the Chevy I had back in mid 2000s or so it was a good car, but as I was as I got to that hundred thousand mile while the engine was still good, things would start falling off. As you could tell it was it was worn and used. The Toyotas I've had, I swear to God, still drove like brand new. Just really good cars. Yeah. But I'm with you. They all go for a very long time now. And that's Alan Jerry's car talk. <laughs> Just a couple of car guys. What would be your favorite car brand? Cause for me, I think I named the three. Toyota, Ford Chevy. Those three I absolutely love. After that.
0: Uh hmm. I love cool. this
1: VW I'm driving now.
0: Well, I would love a Porsche. But you never had one. Yeah, I never had one. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> this wasn't my dream car, Jerry. You're saying, what of the cars you've had? Yeah, I don't mean dream car. I'm saying,
1: what do you think, out of all the cars you've had, is there, like, what do you think have been the best running cars that you've experienced. All
0: right, Jerry, fair enough. Uh I would say I did have a Honda Civic. Mm-hmm. Which which did very well. Uh I would say that Nissan I had for a long time. Well I didn't like in the beginning. I it nothing Oh the Ultima. Yeah, nothing ever went wrong. It was a with good that. car. It was a good car. And then mm, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> probably that uh teal saturn i had <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that makes the what about your pickup truck uh i don't know i didn't even have air conditioning that pickup truck i know how that goes but it was cool to have a pickup truck when you're a kid it is neat yeah all right jerry let's do the, something else that's neat the warm-up show okay oh and tomorrow's friday it oh and is. you're hosting tomorrow oh that's right boomer's out tomorrow oh cool did i just break that news to you no, I, I forgot. You remembered, but... My calendar would have told me. Right, your calendar. One would have told you that? Uh, 8 p.m. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it would flash. You'd be like, damn it. I usually get an alert the day before if I have something on the next day. Oh, okay. <laughs> You'd be sitting there not watching any games going, oh, damn. Well, the beauty is I actually do watch them, oh, so I'd watch be okay. Sports. Oh, yeah. and so that's a good uh, Friday morning for you and Gio. You. You're going to have the that's- Nets... Islanders, Mets, Yankees. I will he's gonna have to cover Woo! the Islanders because
1: I will watch the Mets and the Nets right. and I will definitely check out the Islanders and Yankees.
0: All right, good. Well, let's do that tomorrow then. Jerry. Sounds good to let's me. Let's all get a good night's rest and we'll meet back here tomorrow morning, Jerry. You and I at five AM. So sure Good
1: morning, campers! Al
0: and Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't sound And
1: we're not going to yell at you, I promise. It's 5.02, we're not going to take any calls. Warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today, for tomorrow. Visit CarneyBank.com for details, along with the Eddie schizzeri I am looking at
0: Al, Gary Dukes. What up, dude? Good morning, Jerry. Yeah, Sal should consider not taking calls anymore, because <laughs> uh, I think it's getting to That's him. what makes it fun. Oh my gosh, if he could crawl through the phone and punch... <laughs> The caller's in the face. I think he would do
1: it. But I'll tell you this. His last hour was as lively as any 4 a.m. radio show you will
0: find. That is true. I do love when when the overnight hosts begin to resent the callers. Doesn't take long. It doesn't take long. You I, love the callers,
1: uh, but you do resent them at times.
0: I heard it. Uh, moose on my Sunday, on my Monday mornings driving in the Sunday night into Monday morning moose overnights that he used to do. But moose wouldn't scream and yell at the callers sal can't take it anymore correct and sal is not afraid <laughs> to tell you that it's gonna get ugly
1: <laughs> at, <laughs> at some, some point. point it will at
0: some point he's just uh, he gonna, was close this morning he's just gonna reach a breaking point Jerry. i think at
1: four thirty. i realized my god five o'clock can't come fast enough <laughs> for him
0: he's probably just glancing at the clock it's moving slowly i love his passion though It's funny, everybody thought that because Eddie came and he goes, Sal is just waiting for that back time music to start. (laughs) Hit it, Eddie. (laughs) To know when he's done.
1: That's funny. It's fun.
0: Jerry. Yes, sir. What's the deal? I mean, this Jacob. Did you you make the bet or not? I didn't make the bet, no. Why? Because I think it's a bad precedent to start betting baseball. But I gave you the bet. I know.
1: You said you wanted to bet Cole DeGraw, Mets, Yankees. You wanted a third team. I gave you the third team.
0: You gave me uh, the Phillies. The Phillies. Phillies. And how'd that
1: work out? They beat the Dodgers 2-0. Come on, Jerry! And I said because Zach Wheeler was pitching.
0: Right. You did say that, but listen, I can't. I just can't. uh... You couldn't
1: bring yourself to bet $5 to win (laughs) 15 Well, it wasn't that. I had...
0: (laughs) I got to go through the whole putting the money back into the app. Like, I, I'm oh. a football only betting guy. I well, you so asked, I, I did ask, but so at the end of the football season, I shut it down. All right, fair enough. I understand. So to fire the apps back up, put the money back in, and then start betting random baseball games in June, you asked, it's not a great precedent. But see, to that's say. how
1: I do it. I do it randomly. Yeah, I don't do it every day, it's when I like. A bet, or I like a game, or I like a starting pitcher. That's, yeah. when I, that's why I don't do my MGM sure thing every day. It's got to be the right day. You've
0: got to feel it. Yes. Because once you start scheduling it, Jerry, it becomes then you're not feeling Correct. it. Correct. And I gave you the feel yesterday, and you did nothing with it. All right. Well, well I had the initial feel, of, which did. are the two obvious ones, the so Cole and DeGrom, To Although, did DeGrom get the win? He only pitched three innings. No, you can't. Yeah, exactly. So gotta I would have lost that. No, you would have won. Oh, because I was betting just the
1: Mets Mets, to win. Unless you were going to go DeGrom to get the win. That's a different prop bet. But we were just talking a three-game parlay. You're
0: right. Do you think this uh, DeGrom situation, Jerry, so he only pitched three innings last night. It's concerning. He struck out eight of the nine hitters he faced. Right, three perfect innings. Which is solid, perfect. But he comes out for, what was this now? Uh, Sore Shoulder. shoulder. Soreness. Do you think it's, and I looked this up to make sure I was using the proper word, Jerry, psychosomatic? I don't know. I really don't know. You think he's just making things up? No, I don't think he's making things up. I think we are in in an era where everybody's hurt at all times, that if you're not, you talk yourself into being hurt. Maybe. I'll tell you
1: the thing with the elbow, if you feel anything, it doesn't surprise me you go to the trainer. In this case, like he says his arm hurt him. But how... I don't know. He struck out eight out of nine batters he faced. And his last pitch was 99 miles an hour. So stop. I don't know. I do not know.
0: Man up. Get out there. You
1: know he wants to be out there. No, you he know, doesn't. Yes, he does. I don't. Yes,
0: he does. I don't believe that. Yes, he does. We all love to say that. Don't believe it. Okay. So, Al, and you do not believe Jacob
1: DeGrom wants to compete.
0: No. Wow. Not if you take, come out a, a three innings in. After you struck out 8 and 9 I don't believe so. Or he's got a mental issue where he's psychosomatic giving Or he's going to go get an MRI today and find out that he's got some crap in his arm. But he's already had an MRI. And there was nothing there. He's having imaging done today. Imaging?
1: Yeah. This is just Look so at the shoulder. stupid. It's what it is. I mean, he did have tendinitis. It's not like they didn't come up with anything.
0: Surprised he doesn't get hurt walking uh, to the ballpark Give from, him time. The, from the uh, parking lot. Maybe he will. You never know. You remember when uh, the Oakland A's did that money ball thing where they went ag- completely against what was going on in baseball and they decided to pick guys? They still do.
1: They still do it? Yeah, they don't spend big money on anybody. And so, they're one of
0: the best teams in
1: baseball right now. Right.
0: So, you know, all my love of sports ended in the 1980s, Jerry. I yes. love 1980s sports. What if a team decided to go 1980s sports? Uh, guys... Don't exercise really. Guys don't really eat all that great. But we do also don't get hurt constantly. That would be good. I would like that. Like maybe that's the problem. Everyone's worried about every little thing they put in their body, every little movement of their stupid exercise, and then they get hurt doing nothing. I think nothing. guys exercise. I think
1: not ex- I think they work out way too much. Yeah. I do. And now I'm not saying I want them fat and slow and sloppy. Um, that's not. I do. But you also don't need them to look like. I mean the way Stanton looks. I don't think it does you any. I really don't think it does you any good. But Jacob Degrom's not one of those muscular guys. Yeah, I don't know the answer to Degrom. I don't know. There are certain guys that are prone to injury. I don't know why. And then there are other guys that can pitch like Jamie Moyer pitched until he was seventy three years old. Right. I don't get it. I. I don't know. It's frustrating. It really is because he's so good. His ERA fell to .54.
0: Do we have a it's psy- crazy. a psychologist on the baseball? I bet you they teams, do. The Mets.
1: I'll, I would well, almost guarantee you they do.
0: Let's talk to that man or woman. Now, if he's talking to them, I don't know that because don't know. he's talking himself into being hurt. Oh my! Of course. If you throw one pitch 100 miles an hour, of course you're going to feel something in your arm. doesn't mean you're hurt. How, and, and how many times have you thrown a pitch 100 I would, miles an hour? Uh, one time I threw a Seaside Heights a boardwalk to try to see how fast I could throw my arm hurt for three days. Yeah,
1: well, you're also not conditioned to throw. What's amazing, and, and I only say this because of the one game I sat in that first row with G last year, or two years ago rather, is how free and easy these guys throw the ball. Like, there are certain guys you can tell they are... It's a very physical, it's very um what's the right word? Like it looks like it's work to throw labor. the ball. Yeah.
0: It's labor. Then there intensive.
1: are other guys that just, I don't know, like when DeGrom throws the ball, I don't feel like he's throwing his arm out at all. It just it comes out of his hand very smoothly. There are a lot of pitchers like that. Clayton Kershaw, he's got that weird one and that oh by the way, Sean Reed Foley Dude, enough with the stupid uh, stretch and windup. You see any of this last night? Sean Reed
0: Foley's a pitcher. <laughs> so that's a no. He didn't see any of this. I did not last see night. this. What does he do?
1: So he gets. He's got a cool delivery. So, Sounds like he's got a cool delivery. No, it delivery. is absurd. And it's fine when you do well, but the minute he stinks, get him out. So he crouches all the way down like this, and he looks over at the runner at first base. Then he looks at home plate. Then he comes up. Gets himself set, goes back up and down, and then delivers. It's like, oh, my God, just pitch. Stop.
0: I like that. I like that. I like when a pitcher has an odd delivery.
1: Who was the guy, Eddie, you'd remember. I'm not even asking you. Eddie, how you remember. I the, remember. The the, uh, the, um, the closer with the Nash. Was it uh, Kimbrel that had that ridiculous? I don't think he does it anymore, where he had, like, the hawk look, and they were making fun of him behind home plate when he's in, in road stadiums. This is very similar to it. It's almost worse.
0: It's not intimidating and to you? And he's got
1: a horrible mustache. Oh my God. So if you
0: were a hitter, this would be intimidating to I'd enough. be
1: laughing at you him. You would be. Like, what are we doing? Oh,
0: it's awful. Hmm. Just you gotta
1: during the break, you gotta take a look at this guy. All right. It's just ugh.
0: I like that. Sounds terrific. I no, like that. It's kind not, of delivery. It's, it looks like he's on Broadway. On Broadway. I don't know what he's doing. Really goofy. But they won. The Mets did win, Jerry, and DeGrom even had an RBI single. I don't know how he was able to do it with such a strenuous injury. The on guy it, so. is tremendous. He really is. And then Kevin Pillar had a home run. That guy almost had his face broken. Dominic Smith. Dom Smith. Drove a ball into the – is it the
1: Coca-Cola corner or the Pepsi porch? Who knows. Wherever. That's where the ball went. Drilled it.
0: Gone. I think it's the uh, RC Cola I don't think it's RC Cola. (laughs) It's it's the CNC. Is RC Cola still around? Oh yeah. Is it really? Oh,
1: they're flourishing. They're flourishing. (laughs) I haven't seen an RC Cola in ten years, maybe longer.
0: When I was a kid, we drank CNC Cola. I don't don't know know that. That was like a Shoprite brand or whatever. Yeah, I don't know that. We drank
1: CNC. CNC Cola. Yep.
0: I'm out on that one. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Very interesting. Mm, but whatever. The Mets mm. won. They're playing well. And they're twenty and six at home, and they're ten games over five hundred.
0: I'm going to pitch to the. I'm going to uh, pitch an idea to the Mets. Uh, no more exercising or eating right. Eat what you <laughs> want. Just get to the ballpark. Take a couple swings. Take a couple because working out and eating right is not working as far as injuries are concerned. It doesn't
1: seem like it. No, there are more and more injuries every single so year. Annoying. Yeah, it's I agree. So,
0: uh, it is just getting super annoying to watch.
1: Getting, we've been there. Uh, especially with the pitchers.
0: It's just so stupid.
1: Like, you look back when we were kids and and beyond that, and you would see a guy would make 35 starts routinely every year. Now if you get – no joke, you get 25 starts out of a guy, you're like, he had a good season.
0: So you're telling me the Oakland A's still do this money ball situation? The Oakland A's don't spend any money. I'm going to root for them. Why don't you root for the Rays? I don't know. Well, You're from Tampa.
1: You live <laughs> there. Like, <laughs> that is that, your – that I, is your wheelhouse, right? I did cover the Rays in their very first season, 1998. Right. I don't know why you wouldn't root for them. Let's see the Oakland A's payroll. I'm gonna let's take guesses here, okay? So we know like the Dodgers are at two. I think the Dodgers are around 235, 235 million. All right. I, I believe the Yankees are right around the luxury tax number. So I'm gonna say the Oakland A's are at 90. No, nah, I'm gonna You're say gonna a, un- I'm gonna say 110 million. All right. You're gonna take the over the under. I'm gonna the take under. the under on that, Jerry. Wow, way under. 86 million dollars
0: for their entire team you're saying
1: for their entire team this year yes and they're good right they're very good they're one of the best teams in baseball right now and the rays are pretty good pretty good the Jerry. rays are one of the best teams in baseball what so is here their you go payroll? uh the rays payroll i'm gonna say if the a's are
0: 86 million i'm gonna say the rays are 80 million so you think under 100 million as well the tampa rays
1: oh my god the Tampa Rays are at sixty-two million dollars. Sixty-two. All right, that's what I'm
0: rooting for. No more Mets, no more Yankees. I'm rooting for teams that don't spend money because when you spend money on guys, doesn't matter. They barely play. Everybody's hurt at all times. The Can't Rays even enjoy a Jacob DeGrom, t- very small ERA because these. Oh my! Now my elbow hurts. Now oh my shoulder hurts. Now I think my thigh hurts. I slept funny on my. That was, that was Miguel Cash. That was
1: Miguel Cash. That's your guy. God. That was him. Uh the Rays are the second best team in baseball, 43 and 26, yeah. all right? Yep. The White Sox right now, the White Sox and the Giants, I think, let's see. Yeah, the White Sox and the Giants both have the same record. They're the be- they have the best record in baseball, those two are tied. And then after that Tampa and then Oakland. Perfect. So you got I'll bet you, not for nothing, I'll bet you the Giants payroll is low. That's why I'm it's comical to me when fans are always like, "We got to spend money. We got to spend yes. money. We got no," you don't. You don't always have to spend money. You it's it's you got to have the right group of guys. You got to have the proper pitching. The San Francisco Giants payroll for this year is what do you think? Give me a number.
0: One oh
1: five. Hmm, it's not coming up. Ugh, I'll tell you what I'll I do. it. I'll tell you what I'll do. It's going to be more than that because you got some guys on here that actually make some money. Oh, so they are so. spending money. Yeah, I like it's going to just from, I'm just glancing at it quickly 40. I would say they're going to be at about 110, right. which is still low. Yes. That's still not, a, but that's not 62 million or 80 million. So very interesting. I mean, listen, you spent a lot of money on your condo and you love it.
0: That's true, Jerry. And it was, uh, but here's the thing with the condo that I bought last year, already worth more than I bought it for. So stop paying rent and build equity with Carney Bank. You deserve to make money on your investment. Carney was my bank of choice and made my entire mortgage process easy. You want to go with someone you can trust and actually get on the phone when you have questions. I trust them and you can too. Visit CarneyBank.com mortgages. That's CarneyBank.com mortgages. Member FDIC equal housing lender. And Jerry, you should know this as well. The warm-up show has a pair of Yankee tickets to give away. Nice. Look at that. Coming up this hour. Love it, love it, love it. All right, so we're just getting started.
1: We've got a whole bunch. We've got Yankee tickets coming up, and we've got Boomer and Geo coming up. So I wouldn't go anywhere on the fan.
0: Al
1: and Jerry, longtime tag team champions. All right, looking forward to seeing these guys in concert again. It is 5:23. Real quick, before we move on, uh, just to wrap this up because this blows me away when we talk about payroll and spending money and idiots that think you got to spend a fortune to win. Sure, it does win sometimes. The Dodgers won last year for finally, after years and years of not winning, they are the most at 250 million. I said 235, 250. The Cleveland Indians, this is amazing to me, and then we'll move on. The Cleveland Indians are eight or nine games over 500. I got to find it. They're nine games over 500. They are second place right now in the AL Central and in position to make the playoffs. They are 30th in payroll. Their team payroll is $52 million. Think about that. That's a churn off in charge of that. That is a payroll, Jerry. That is true.
0: Baboom.
1: Now, there's no doubt there are bad teams like the Pirates and Orioles way down, but you got the Indians are in second place, the Rays are in first place at 68 million, and the A's are in first place with 86 million, all
0: in the bottom five or six in payroll. Yeah, these are the teams I'm rooting for now. I get it. I don't, you know what? I understand. I'm a Cleveland Indians fan, I'm a Tampa Rays fan, I'm an Oakland A's fan. Maybe you've heard, Jerry. I'm they start wearing all their T-shirts. Even the White Sox,
1: who have the best record in baseball, are at 130 compared to the Dodgers at 250.
0: Yeah, you would think, like, eventually teams, other teams would start figuring this out. But maybe there's pressure from the fan bases, there like is. here in particular. Of course there is. For the Mets. Like, if the Mets didn't sign Francisco Lindor or somebody, people would be furious. They would be, could
1: you imagine the Yankees throwing out a roster that's got an $86 million payroll? I don't see that happening. No, of course not. It's almost like I agree with you. It's almost like we're in the big city and they're pressured to go make big signings when over and over and over again. There are examples of it's not about the money. It's about finding the right guys and the right
0: mix. People always say, Jerry, money can't buy happiness or love or championships. It can buy sex in certain countries. It can even in America. Yes, not legally. Well, I guess Nevada, not legally, right. Nevada, it Nevada. Can. Correct. Yes. Good point, Jerry. Yeah, that's Nevada, true. the legal brothels. Right. Uh, Garrett Cole pitched uh, pretty well last night, Jerry. Uh, very he, well. Yeah, very well. Eight innings, gave up only four hits, two runs, only four strikeouts though in eight innings, which is a little strange to me. Uh, but after the game, I guess he said he had a really hard time gripping the baseball. Well, this you're going to hear this from every pitcher now. That, to me, doesn't surprise me. Every pitcher is going to say, oh, I can't grip the ball. He okay. said, especially when it was windy. I don't know what that has <laughs> I, anything I, to do I, with. Al, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. The way when, uh, you know, I am asleep when these games are going on. And I get up and I uh, watch the, um, the, the. what do you call that, the condensed games? Yes. But I first saw the headlines for the news articles about the games, and then I go go and watch the video. And uh, one of the News headlines was Garrett Cole complaining that he couldn't grip the baseball. So I was like, "Oh man, he must have got shelled tonight, or just was all over the no, place." No, he's fine. <laughs> no, he's better than fine. Eight innings, a four hit ball. Yeah, I thought you think he had a pretty good. I would he say had a pretty good grip on the ball.
1: I would say he pitched quite well. Yeah. Anytime you get a pitcher in, in this day and age, going back to our conversation from before the break, that's going to yeah. go eight innings and give up two runs. Yeah, I would say he did well.
0: Right. I mean, let's no stop. problem gripping the ball. I, I
1: think he only walked one guy. Yeah. I mean, what else do you want from the guy? What do you want from me, Garrett Cole? Yeah, I don't know, man. He's, uh, you're going to, you heard it from Glass now.
0: You heard it from him. You're going to hear it from all pitchers now across baseball. So even if they pitch well, they're going to complain they can't grip the ball just because they want to get the sticky stuff. I think, well, I think in the game,
1: this will go back to what Jerry Blevins said yesterday, who I was trying to bring up, and then Boomer yelled at me because he did a sports minute on it. Um, Blevins said, you got the rosin bag out there, and yes, you had the the sunscreen. And that was fair enough, and that all that did was give them a better grip. It didn't spin the ball more. It didn't make the ball move anymore. It wasn't wiffle ball, but they could grip the ball better. And guys took that you know, to the nth degree, and they went with the glue, or basically what this spider tack crap is and the other one that they were using. And if guys would have just stopped with that and just did it the way they've been doing it, everything would be fine and no one would be complaining. But, but they because- pushed it ask get right get Everyone's, an inch take a mile well i wonder who was the first person who used the glue it's a good question i don't know i don't know who i mean i it? think if you're going to ask me to make a guess, yeah, take a guess i would say go to the astros cuz they're punks well be, well um, well whatever i mean if you look at you, know, you look at some of these guys you look at verlander you look at cole you look at the spin rates from where they were prior and where they were then I mean, look at Verlander. He was on the downside of his career, I think most people would say, in Detroit. I mean, he was a great pitcher, but he had a couple of lean years. He goes to Houston, he was like he was 20 years old again.
0: And he won a Cy Young, didn't he, with the Astros? And the Astros, since the Mike Scott days, have been using crap on the ball. <laughs> that's why you're right. Let's blame the Astros.
1: So if I had to make a guess, I would say it might have started there, but I don't know. I'm not I sure. think that's a good guess, Jerry. Just a gu- educated guess, that's all.
0: And uh, City Field will be at full capacity starting on Monday.
1: Yeah, the twenty first. I saw. So the Yankees made that announcement for them a few days ago, and now the Mets follow suit. What was the Boomer wanted to know? Actually, from last night. Well, he wanted to know if the attendance was any better for a Degrom game. So the night prior with Taiwan Walker pitching. They had, I think it was, if I remember correctly, they had 17,800 for Taiwan Walker paid attendance. That's all I'm going to say, paid attendance, because I don't want to get into the argument with you over attendance. Uh, Last night with DeGrom, and it did look much fuller if you watched it all on TV. Uh, Last night, the paid attendance was 24,000. So definitely a bump for DeGrom.
0: Not that that's great,
1: but it's a bump.
0: Yeah, they, uh, yeah. I never get into the like the the battles about uh, attendance days. so everyone's like, well, the school's not out yet. Then it's like, well, school's out, but the so people are on vacation. They're worried it's about like they...
1: storms passing in the right. air.
0: It's like it's always a reason. The Last re- night
1: the... though looked a lot better than the night before.
0: The reason is it sucks to get there, it sucks to get out of there, and it. it's
1: expensive to go. That's, That's it. it. Those are yeah, Totally agree. Because I'm, I actually say to my son all the time. He's 16. He loves going to games, and I've always told him I would love to have season tickets. I mean, I can't because of you know their baseball schedule themselves, but the idea of driving there more than once a month is no. I'd rather go to I'd rather drive to to Baltimore right. once a week <laughs> than go to City. I would.
0: Yes, I, I know it's too. two and a half
1: hours, but it's probably just two and a half hours there on the and highway, back, right? And not this. Oh God, it, you never know how long it's going to take to go to City Field Correct. or Yankee Stadium. Yeah, and then getting out.
0: Oh nightmare. Yeah, it is. Jerry, uh, we got another basketball game tonight between the uh, Nets and the Bucks in Milwaukee. Did That's, you see any of the Hawks Sixers game though? I I was reading all about it this morning though, Jerry. I did not see it, but I saw that the uh, Hawks were down twenty six points in the second half.
1: They were. How about this? And they, were the down, they were down. They were down one hundred to eighty six in Philly, with about five or six minutes to go in the game. And came back and beat them. And not only beat them, like, beat them. And this is, I can't even think of another time this has happened in a game. And I forget now, but in the 80s when you used to watch basketball. Can you ever think of a half where only two players on one team made a shot? I cannot
0: recall that. Happened last night. Who made the shots?
1: Joel Embiid and Mm -hmm. Seth Curry were the only two 76ers to have a field goal in the second half. Not the fourth quarter, in the entire second half. I saw people saying this was maybe one of the worst losses in Sixers history. It might be. It really might be. I mean, you had you had Seth Curry had 30, 36 points or something, I think, and beated at 37 or 38 points, and they were up by a lot at home. And just the Hawks shot 16 of 22 in the fourth quarter. They outscored them 40 to 19 on their home floor.
0: I follow our new boss, Spike Eskin, on yeah. social Big media. Big Sixers guy. Big sister Sixers guy. Does did not go well for him last night. I would not think so. And they had to do an emergency podcast, I believe. Oh, is that
1: true? Yeah. So he did like the Evan Roberts thing. I think so. It's like therapy. Maybe I Jacob guess.
0: DeGrom should do podcasts after he gets Perfect. hurt. Perfect. <laughs> the Evan Roberts, Jacob DeGrom podcast <laughs> on Odyssey. Do-do-do. Do, 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 yeah. do. All right, so you got uh, Kyrie, no Kyrie tonight for the Nets. Right. But they do say James Harden will be available again for yeah. game six. Seems like it. Now, this series is uh, three to two Nets. So, Jerry, if I'm doing the math correctly, if the Nets win tonight in Milwaukee, they move on. Correct. If they lose tonight in Milwaukee, there will be a game seven in Brooklyn. Correct. Even you people don't think I know basketball. <laughs> Pretty much nailed that one. Okay, where are we at on that? this game tonight, Jerry? Where are you leaning? If you had to, uh, I felt the,
1: real. I really did. I felt really good about the Nets the other night, so much so that I bet them to win, and and they won. Now I didn't expect them to be down by you know sixteen or seventeen at halftime, but I I don't know why I thought they'd win the other. I have no idea tonight, and I only say that because the Nets have played in Milwaukee now this year four times, twice in the regular season. And the two, you know, games three and four, they're 0-4 there. Is that right? They're 0-4 there. Oh, that's so, good. I don't know. I mean, you know, does Milwaukee come out flat because they feel like they really gave away the series the other night? I guess. You know, can Durant do anything like he did the other night? Okay. I would say
0: I'll take the Nets, but I don't feel real strong about it tonight. Let me give you an over-under. Okay. Over-under Kevin Durant 40 points. No. I'm going to take the under. All right. But I'm going to
1: take the over on Joe Harris of 17. And he's had a miserable series.
0: All right. So I you're in a Joe Harris comeback of I sorts. think Joe
1: Harris comes out and shoots the ball well tonight.
0: All right. But KD
1: under 40. Yeah, because I think right. he'll still go for his 30-35. You're asking him to go back-to-back 40-point games? And a belly-to-belly. Belly. That would be really something. If he did and they won. Oh, Jerry. And it's like what I said to you yesterday when we were talking about the big win. You know, everything about this team has been, oh, they got the big three. They're just going to waltz to a championship. If he could win this series, putting this team on his back with Harden at 70% or whatever, because he's not 100%, that's clear, and no Kyrie Irving. To me, that changes the whole narrative of everything. I put the team on my back. And I do love the I love watching him play. I'm not a huge Kyrie Irving fan. I'm not a huge Harden fan. I love watching Durant play. KD you like. Yeah, because, you know, I listening to that podcast and I don't care about all the Twitter stuff. I think that stuff's funny. Me too. Especially as people that go through similar, not, you know what I'm saying? We have our people that hate us as well. I love it. I think it's great. Engage them, have fun with it. I think he's
0: going to put the team on my back. <laughs> he might. Put the team on my back. I
1: put dude. the team on my back, dude. Dude. All right, 25 in front of six.
0: Jerry, what do you say I give away some Yankee tickets? Uh-uh uh 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 what caller do you want it to be, Jerry? Well we always do seven. Well that's Boomer show. That's Boomer Geo. We gotta do different. What's your number when you're six six? Be caller number six at eight six six five four zero WFAN. That's eight six six five four zero nine three two six. Win a pair of tickets to see the Yankees against the Oakland A's, Jerry, the team with a low payroll. That's this weekend, right? Yeah, Sunday, June 20th, Yankee Stadium. Tickets will be electronic. Father's Day. Oh, yeah. Have a little Father's Day baseball. New York Yankees single game tickets for all games through Sunday, July 4th are on sale right now. Don't miss great matchups with the A's, Royals, and Angels, plus a holiday weekend Subway Series clash with the Mets. For tickets, visit yankees.com slash tickets. Listen again next hour for more chances to win here on the fan. All
1: right, so one goodie down. Those are the tickets. You got to call and win those, but we still got a big one coming up at 6 o'clock. Their names, Boomer and Geo on the fan.
0: Al and Jerry,
1: keto friendly and GMO free. And we've got our our mindset on you. How about that? It's 542. We are that close to Boomer and Geo on a big, what is today, Thursday? Today's Thursday, Jerry. So we're pretty close to the weekend.
0: And you got hockey uh, Islanders tonight. You got a big Nets, uh, a pivotal game. I call it pivotal game six, Jerry. Well, game five is usually the pivotal game. Uh, Okay. Uh, you got Mets, you got Yankees. I mean, it's a full one of these full sports And I days. hate the
1: fact that the Mets and Yankees are both tonight. Why do we not get a day game? Like let's... the Mets are playing four games with the Cubs. You can't get a day. The Cubs got to get out of town.
0: Well, let's get a day game going. Let's see if we can get that moved.
1: Yeah, I don't think we can on short notice.
0: Jerry, there's a couple of uh, stories here that are uh, non-baseball, basketball, or football, hockey related, but uh, of interest to me. One, I don't know what this means, but you're a golf person, so maybe you could explain this to me. Rory McIlroy says that green books should be outlawed. What? Why? What's a green book?
1: So usually before a tournament starts, a caddy will walk the walk the course, um, and then he'll walk the green, and they will make, as far as I understand it, they'll make notations as to how the greens break from different spots on the green. And so they'll know where, the, I think they get the pin placements too, I believe, in advance for, because uh, they're different every day Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And so you have a better idea of where you want to land your ball to have a better shot in, if you will, uh, to how you're going to roll the putt. And so you'll see a lot of guys, I know you don't watch golf, but if you watch golf, you'll have a lot of guys that'll be in the fairway and they'll take their book out and they'll try to figure out in terms of their approach shot, where is the best place to land the ball given undulation of the green the speed of the green and all that I, that's interesting I don't know why he would want that out of the game I mean I know guys putt really well um at this point but I think they do everything really well so I feel like that's been going on for years
0: and years and years I don't, I don't know let well, I me mean, ask you this though so does every golfer have access to the same green book or does your caddy no, create you, your yours. own green book the way I have
1: understood it in all the book now I don't know in 2021 but like I've read books on Ben Hogan uh, Byron Nelson, all these guys, uh, Palmer from the 60s, 50s, the 70s, the 80s. The way I always understood it was the caddy went out there and basically made notes. Individual,
0: Your individual caddy made individual notes for you, and, gave, and then that's a green book for you. That's so how the, I've understood it. So the Rory McIlroy green book would be different than another it golfer. It could
1: be. Now, I've also played, I think, Kiowa Island. I played with my dad and my brother years and years ago, and they gave you a course book and the book gave you a description of, like, a picture of the hole, uh, where all the issues were, and also the yardage. So, like, you know, if there was fescue 260 yards up to the right, you knew if you were going to hit the ball that far, you better stay left. And then you would flip the page, and there would be an image of the green, and it would have arrows with the way the ball's going to roll. and the hit. So maybe they do that now. I don't know of that. I always thought it was still up to your caddy to, to walk the course and do it. Either way... Yeah, I mean, they get help
0: from it. Listen, but. we see even the great Tom Brady has a wristband full of information. How they do it in baseball. Yeah, they pull stuff out of their back pockets. The outfielders have, you know, they
1: have information on the hitters. You know, if you've got a, a dead pole hitter, you know, maybe a lefty, comes up and you're playing right field and you're gonna shade more towards the line. I don't know, but it's it's done in every sport I feel. Not basketball, but most sports it's done in now. That'd be great in basketball. Like
0: a guy's coming down with a fast break and you see a player <laughs> just whip out a card out of his his shorts to say how do I defend this guy? <laughs> or it's in his sock. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: probably the one and I guess hockey too. You're not exactly taking uh notes out. Yeah you can't do that unfortunately. So that would be my guess. I I saw the headline I Didn't really get a chance to read that story, but I
0: think that's what he's got to mean. Yeah, it makes sense, Jerry. What you said—you are a golf guy. Oh, and you have no idea. And I had no idea. But you're a golf guy, (laughs) so it makes sense to you. I would have guessed (laughs) that—that that's what that meant. Yeah, for sure. That's you going to watch any of the U.S. Open today? No, I won't. I won't have that on. Any of the weekend? There's too much. No, there's too much other sports going on. You know how I get. Just well, there's not till tonight. I mean, golf golf is during the day, and then
1: the other sports are at seven o'clock tonight. I I know you're really busy during the day. You know I don't have
0: time for that during the day, Jerry. It's great background noise, though. Actually, yes. It's soothing. Right. You have your regular windows open on a nice, beautiful day. You've got golf on the TV. It feels like you're at the golf. Binoculars. Binoculars, looking at bikinis. (laughs) At least you admit it. And (laughs) cheekinis. Are you familiar with this uh, soccer player, Jerry? His name is uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, I've heard the name, sure. Right. It's a huge soccer name. Yes. Huge. So is this the Coke story? Yeah, you got to explain this one to me because I don't get this. So he was doing a press conference, and for uh, what is it for Euro twenty twenty news conference, which I couldn't figure out because we're in twenty twenty one.
1: I guess it was suspended from last year or postponed that because of the sense. pandemic.
0: So Coca Cola is a sponsor, and thus has two bottles of Coca Cola up on the podium where they're where they're doing the press conference. But Mr. Ronaldo gets up there, sees the Coca-Colas, and removes them and puts up water instead. I hope it wasn't Dasani. Uh, I don't think it was Because that's made by Coca-Cola. Right. But Coca-Cola is a sponsor. And because he dissed Coca-Cola, he is so influential, Jerry. This is amazing. That Coca-Cola lost $4 billion. I, how? Their stock went down. I mean, come on. 4 billion dollars cuz this dude moved two coke bottles out of This the way. whole st- I need I would
1: I really and I mean this. I would like to go out to lunch with Gaia Dami. I don't I don't understand the fluctuation of the stock market from little things like this. Right. It, it makes no sense. Like are you not going to? I mean I listen, I guess some soccer fans might not buy I guess. But they're in trouble because he Took two Coke
0: bottles off the stay off the podium. And told you to drink water instead. I mean, come on. We still love Coca-Cola. Of you course. could still enjoy a Coca-Cola. Enjoy you don't have a to Coke. have it nine times a day. I don't
1: I don't understand. I and enjoy also, it. like, how about when they you know, you always talk about this too?
0: There's a storm coming. Stock market <laughs> tanks. Why? I know. Stock market lost four hundred points today because uh, there was a dust storm in India. Like, <laughs> what oh, all right. <laughs> Or I like when the stock market tanks based on one company. It would be like a stock market tanked because uh, the uh, company that makes uh, iPhone screens had a a slowdown at the factory. (laughs) Right. There was a 1% decrease in sales. The stock market's heading the wrong way. Or they're Uh, like, uh, the stock market's down today because the the jobs report is due out tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) So just thinking about the jobs report.
1: I don't understand. The stock market reacts like our fans do to a win and a loss. <laughs> You're right. You are you know what? You're absolutely right. But in this case, though, like that's emotion. And for people, it's an escape from their realities of life. That's fine. You're playing with people's money. Yeah. And futures. Like, oh, my God. I have friends that look at their portfolio multiple times a day as opposed to what they'll tell you. Just leave it alone and look right. at it once a year. Like they will look at it. Over and especially now with the access on your phone. Oh
0: yeah, it's right there. I, I, I was Are you one of those at people. Yeah, oh. <laughs> constantly. <laughs> I get so annoyed. Like stock oh. market is down. Al's upset. His yeah. portfolio is under seven My figures. portfolio is down again. Man, do I funny. have time for another story? You got quick, in? quick, a quick one. You got forty uh, seconds. All right, I'll be very quick. There seems to be a a, a bidding war. I don't understand. For Robert Griffin the Why?
1: As a broadcast. Eddie, yes, explain there. this to me. Are you going to tune in a game because Robert Griffin III is an analyst? I, like, I am like you. I will never tune in or turn out of any game. Who cares if Robert Smith is the analyst? You I, want to watch I the game? I do not care. Like, you're a Dolphin fan. If the Dolphins are playing the Bills... They could have two guys that have never watched football before do the game. You're going to watch the game.
0: And as long as the people are speaking English, because I do not speak another language, I can't understand. If the broadcast is in Spanish,
1: I will go to the English. That's it. That's it. Otherwise, I don't care.
0: And they're going to pay this. A bidding war a for bidding what? A bidding war between Fox and ESPN I, I, for I, Robert. I, but they're not even sure he may still want to try to play again this year. But uh, if he does it bidding war, Jerry. Uh, you know what? Makes no sense. Right. I know there's Robert a lot of Griffin. bidding wars
1: right now and, and home sales and things like that.
0: That's so. true, Jerry. And as you know, I've been in my condo for just over a year now, and it's already worth more than I paid for it. So if I want to pay Robert Griffin III, I can do that myself. It's worth more in just a year's time. Stop paying rent and build equity with Carney Bank. They make the entire mortgage process easy. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages to learn more. Rates are still low, and you don't need to put down 20%. Go with Carney Bank. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, one final break. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo. A couple of minutes ago, we were talking
1: about the Hawks' huge win in Philadelphia, the big comeback. Well, here is an Odyssey Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence recapping it.
0: It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The
1: superheroes of WFAN. All right, a couple more minutes and we get you to the top. Mets win, Yankees win, weird NBA stuff.
0: Go out. Warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. Real quick, just because of the
1: whole green thing we talked about, Rory McIlroy,
0: I legit got five different guys telling me they're
1: golf pros or big golf guys. They gave me five different things. One told me I'm wrong, one told me I'm right, and then three of them were kind of in the middle. I have no idea what it means. And then a couple people just wrote
0: just to say, You suck. Well, that always happens. I see that uh, two uh, men, Jerry, were kicked off a United Airlines flight after a brouhaha over the armrest. Yes. Uh, this does not surprise me at all. Why not, have, why not give two armrests? I agree. Well, then you need the plane to be <laughs> bigger. Because we're paying so much for these tickets. You want to make sure you have yeah. your own armrest. We're go-
1: we are going away um, next month, I guess. And I'm so happy that there are six of us going. Three and three. So I don't could, have to worry about any armrest crap. Cause that is that that stinks when yes, that happens.
0: You only have to fight your own family
1: for an armrest. What really bothers me is if like if my wife's in the aisle and I go in the middle, whatever, and there's a guy in the in the window seat, he's already got the eye the, the armrest to his left and the wall. Mm-hmm. And then the pig takes the armrest to the right, I slide my arm right
0: on there and it's a battle. So right. I, I get it. You could see where yes. where there might it might come to fisticuffs. Yes. Absolutely. you both paid for the seat. You, <laughs> both, <laughs> <laughs> you both think ah! you have to. <laughs> <play>. <laughs> I'm surprised it doesn't happen more. <laughs> right.
1: Like, I do believe that. I'm surprised there aren't more fights on planes. Yeah. Because people are already, you know, at like this, they're, they're, they have anxiety with flying. Yes. And then you deal with that nonsense. Our week-long
0: box office blitz yeah. continues today right. with
1: hourly chances now through 630 tonight.